Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. Hey, everybody. I got ad reads. I'm <laughs> I'm making it. I'm making it. I'm going to get a kitchen soon. Anyways, we got to thank the uh, Drake and Jimmy, the Jimmy Jew Show. Their words, not mine. Drake, the Drake and Jimmy Jew Show. And it is. Uh, I've been on their podcast. It was called something different. They had to change their name for legal purposes. Ooh, I just sold some stickers too. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Shopify. And then uh, here comes their ad. Here coming in hot, baby. I got to read right now. Oh boy, these guys are awesome. I love them. One's a tiny little gay dude, and one's a big biker man. It's a very odd couple, and they're <laughs> fucking dope, and they're just cool. Check them out. In a world filled with divided opinions, hate, and negativity, two complete opposites come together. The Drake and Jimmy Jew Show, formerly known as The Shit Show. Drake Peterson is a liberal gay and a liberal gay of the band Irration. I don't like reading. And Jimmy (laughs) Jew is Instagram celebrity and MAGA biker. You know, for... That doesn't add up, but hey, whatever's your shit, Jimmy the Jew. And uh, they come together for a debauchery-filled conversation format show. This podcast features famous musicians, porn stars, actors, artists, politicians, social media stars, and celebrity. We know that the world is messed up, but why can't we all just get along? And uh, yeah, they changed their name from the shit show to the Drake and Jimmy Jew show. And... That's sad because you know the shit show. That's <laughs> I love. I mean, everything on this goddamn planet is a shit show right now. Anyways, their past guests have included bands, the Dirty Heads and Pepper, comedians me and Strider Wilson of K Rock and uh, celebs, uh, Miss America, uh, Chris Reed, Candice Kukau, Shan uh, Mokler, porn stars Brad Newman and Lana Gray, reality stars. Project Runways and Netflix's Cheer and Marrying Millions. Did I say that right? Miscellaneous sex therapists, doctors, lawyers, nutritionists, stunt writers. Anyways, check them out. And that's my ad read. And I'd like to thank uh, my new Patreon persons. I do a Patreon. You get a bonus episode of me talking fucking crazy. And naming names. I bleep them out on the main <laughs> podcast and I say their whole name on the dirt. The dirt. No, I mean, I do. But yeah, thank you, Nathan Oni, Mason Snyder, Steve, no last name, and Tyler Smith. Those are my new Patreon members. I appreciate your support and a subscription. For those of you that don't know about it, uh, patreoncraigconet.com. It's the links all over there and there. We, it's, it's easy. Click it. Or don't. And one more ad read, but this is uh, building an empire. That uh, this is with my good buddy uh, Mark Acom and his uh, brother-in-law, and I really should learn his name. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. I know it's Andrew. I don't know. Anyways, we came together, a band of misfits, to launch comedy showcase app, and we feature stand-up clips of up-and-coming comics. And we pay them. The app pays them. The uh, a portion of this, a large portion of the subscription, goes to the comic, and that's fantastic. 
So comics, if you want your shit on there and you want to get paid right now, we're, you know, just starting out, but we're building. We get Joe Rogan to tweet this shit. We get a million subscribers. I mean, comics will make some goddamn money. It'll be amazing. And uh, yeah, comedians own the rights to their material, can choose if it's up or on the active or taken down, you know, and uh, they're in complete control and they get paid. The whole point of this was to provide content and pay the artist. That is the mission. And that's fucking awesome. Comedy Showcase app. If you like stand-up and supporting artists, that aren't millionaires, it's for you. Yet, aren't millionaires yet. You're going to change that because you're going to subscribe. <laughs> Anyways, I love you all. And now we're about to start my podcast. I have on one of my best buds in this planet. His name is Zane Helberg. He's funny as fuck. He has a podcast. Love her podcast with Nicole Amy Schreiber, who is also one of my best friends. And she's funny as fuck. And I love her. So check that out. They interview porn stars. I'm trying not to watch porn anymore, so I ain't listening to that debauchery. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you should though. You should. No, he's awesome. He's sober. Uh, he's just uh, he's just a good dude. I call him, you know, whenever the problems are like, yo, Zane, you know, I, uh, you know, should I eat? The- butter with all this diarrhea and he's like don't do it i said you're a bitch i eat it anyways you know but he's got he's a good man anyway <laughs> we're gonna start and uh he's coming right now bye bye welcome to community service bitch it's a takeover <laughs> we got the this this idiot's out of here he's my guest now no hey this is big dumb zane look at his outfit I, whatever, dude. This is flex. Man, close your legs, bro. I came to, fl- I came to flex on you. You gotta have a barrier. I don't trust that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't trust that. He was my first guest, and you made me talk about my peepee on my first introductory. <laughs> you episode. love talking about your peepee on stage, not on podcast internet where it lives forever. How long ago was that? A year and a half. What does this smell? It smells like. Don't smell. Look at that mustache. It smells like nothing. I don't trust anything. <laughs> I've smelled worse. I smell that worse outfit. today. <laughs> what? That was the first episode. A year and a half? Two years? Long time. Year and a half. It's been a year and a half. Yeah. You look much older. Weeks. Oh, you look I exactly do. the same. I have for the last decade. <laughs> yeah. What is that? I don't change. Math. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my family's got good genes. My dad didn't start getting old till sixty-eight. And all of his friends looked like they were dying. And they were 20 years younger. Oh, yeah? Same lifestyle. How old's your dad? He's 74. 73, 74. Yo, your dad does not look 74. He looks like he's in his early 60s. Yeah, he does all right. He has good genes because he does not take care of himself. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) If MGD is vitamins, that's all he takes. Oh, Miller oh. Genuine Draft? Yeah, that's his shit. He's always like shitty beers. We've bought him good beers. He will not. He was a Keystone, uh, Keystone, Coors, Keystone, Bush. He never really got into natty, high life. natural life. He was he was an MGD man, not high life, but I've seen high life in his refrigerator. High life was cheap. That was what we did in two, high school. 32 is a high life for like 222. I remember the special. For three bucks, you could get two thirty twos of Miller High Life. You best believe this. You get all a twelve pack of bottles of Miller High Life for like six ninety nine. And it's summer of like two thousand and one. Me and my buddies, my I yeah. had a friend, uh, Andrew Garcia. He lived in his uh, his cousin's garage that he retrofitted as a little apartment like half the size of this studio apartment right here nice was like very place, narrow then. it was a nice just, it was place. just enough basically for this couch and then a little hallway and 
five of us would sit there and just drink Miller High Life every day, 90 days in a row. The producers got his, he gave me the eyebrow like I'm a fucking psychopath. We would take the, the bottle caps and put them on the ceiling and we stuck them into the corkboard wall every day that we drank. And then, uh, yeah, 90 days later, the whole the whole thing was filled up. Sounds like and you're then I became an, an alcoholic. You're an addict. <laughs> this guy's a loser. Uh-huh. I He's never sober. stopped drinking and then I bought this shirt. He's sober. <laughs> he is a year off. You got one year on me. I'll catch you. I'll catch you. Yeah, gonna, you'll catch up. I'm gonna put a little Xanax in that drink right there. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> Reset. Uh, yeah, I've been sober for seven and a half years. We're over to, that, almost eight. Used to be a coke, cokehead. I used to be a cokehead. <laughs> I used to be an al- <laughs> blackout. I was a blackout drunk. I was the worst, dude. He I, was the worst. I would blackout and wake up in weird places. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> 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 you can't wear that outfit and that mustache, and then. People Dude, this is- this is this is who I've always been. <laughs> I don't know, man. You were a skater guy when I met you. I'm I, still wearing the this, this skaters. I got these. These are Nijas. No I skate to, in these. No need to lift your leg up, sir. Huh? No, no, <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. He didn't have the video for the first podcast for a reason. Hey, uh, what's up, man? Were you gonna ask a question? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're so dumb. No, I'm not. I'm so smart. You're dumb. This guy wore a mask. <laughs> I'm literally not wearing any mask. I've got no mask on. No, we wore a mask. We tried to be safe in Minnesota. I just took him to Minnesota. Thank God. Got Thank him out God. of the house. He sold some. You don't have merch. I have merch. I didn't bring it. I didn't nice. want it to yeah, rain on your on parade. Thunder. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I was doing so, so much well. merch. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to take money away from you. I honestly thought about that because I know that like when you go with big guys, like you can bring in your merch. But then when when yeah, you well, go with millionaires, right? When you go with with guys that are low lower level, you don't want to like it's, take money away from them. You know, this is an odd. You did me thing, a huge favor comics, by bringing me, and so I didn't want to take thank you your money. There are comics that listen to this. If you're opening up for a rich famous fuck, bring merch. Ask first for sure. Yeah, but when you make more money than the guy you're opening for, <laughs> don't bring don't the bring merch. your merch. Don't, it's true. It's true. Because if uh, it it didn't happen, but it can happen where an opener, you know, can sell a ton of merch and affect the headliner. And if the headliner doesn't have a kitchen, don't bring the merch. <laughs> I mean, in the up. end, I probably would have sold a couple T-shirts here and there, but like I was thinking about it. Yeah, thank you. It probably won't affect anything. It's just it's just one of those things. Is the headliner you're bringing rich as fuck? If he's not, don't bring the merch because he's stacking money. Because this shit's like the stock market. I made a good money last weekend because uh, I got to fly to Minnesota and do shows, and the club paid me, and then I sold merch, and merch paid me. But then I have one more weekend in the books, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Two you got to collect unemployment. I'm trying, they dude. You should start me, honestly. Dude. You should start an OnlyFans and and jerk off for dudes online. No, <laughs> for sure. I don't want to. No one wants to, but that's good money, bro. I don't like dudes that way. No, you don't have to like dudes that way. You jack off to the camera and they they pay for your, your I've videos. I've sold my soul to the devil in so many other ways. I don't want to do it in that way. Dude, you've jerked off in public for family members in all kinds of crazy situations. <laughs> that was one time and, and I wasn't going to tell You fingered your butthole for people. and like. No, I did that for meth. Okay, right. So now do it for money. 
and I never jerked off in front of my family. Dude, knowingly. with the with the following <laughs> that you got, like the 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 following that you got, you could have a, a big time OnlyFans, bro. I'm good. No, I'd rather be poor. Oh come on! I'd rather be poor. Do a little I'll, jerking I'll keep off. Stacking for dudes. my Patreon five dollars at a time. <laughs> it adds up. You should I'm sell jerk off videos <laughs> on the Patreon at least uh, one. Sell I one offer jerk feet off video. videos. <laughs> you offer feet videos? Nobody's taking them. Thank you, Andrew Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> I have one tier that. Ooh, hey. Mr. Cat. <laughs> Jesus, one tier that a offers a hundred dollar tier that offers oiled up foot videos. <laughs> I have one. And no uh, one's buying them. No, one subscriber. Oh, nice. Andrew. Yeah. Now imagine. But he doesn't want the oiled up foot videos. <laughs> and want? I'm like, God bless your soul, sir. What does he I want? I didn't want to do it. Nothing. He just is rich and wants to support. Mm. He's just a fan and likes okay. me. Okay. Okay. And I like him. That's nice. <laughs> Hi. What's he doing? He's got a little bow tie. <laughs> well, you're making enough money to feed the cat well. Yeah, he's a chunker. <laughs> yeah, he's gotten gained some weight since I seen him he's, last. I I love him. I just feed him too much. That's good. He's a good boy. Very dog like oh. this cat. <laughs> hey, hey, bow tie. Is he on the camera? Can yeah. you see the bow tie? Good. Oh yeah, that's my little bow tie bandit. Yeah, if you're just listening to this, go on YouTube and check out the bow tie clip of Mister Cat. This is the best part of this podcast <laughs> for sure. Between between me and this shirt and and <laughs> Mr. Cat and that bow tie, this that could shirt. get real sexual real quick. That's like chunk uh, outfit in uh, Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Oh, look at this guy. He's got his little paw on me. He's kind of making me sit closer to the the creepo over here. <laughs> no, but we had a good time in Minnesota. It was six shows. Five of them were awesome. One of them. <laughs> oh my. God, dude. Well, the last show, the Sunday night show, was, was a disaster. A out the gate, disaster. Barely anyone showed up. Everybody bombed. And Every, the before, host bombed. The servers bombed. I bombed. He bombed. Everybody the, bombed. The before the show started, the the manager on duty who's supposed to run the lights and the sound completely screwed up and like couldn't get the sound to work it was her first night there alone okay yeah right and so and they didn't train her her. it's it's switch she was the sweetest lady ever and she got us fucking food and ice cream and she was the shit but it was her first time time on and it was like they couldn't find the button on the switch no but it was like a switchboard it wasn't like a computer it was like that was equipment it was way more than this setup right here okay (laughs) there's soundboards and it's like right. It wasn't her fault, but yeah. in the end, the sound wouldn't come on, and then the then they were playing the video uh, with no sound. Reggaeton music came on really loud, <laughs> and then music over, and a then nun. the video came on, and she was muted. It was, and it went on for like fifteen minutes. And then she did the voice of God to bring the host up, and she, she's not a comic, and I think it was the first time ever doing that for sure. Because actually, the 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 uh, the, the the general the manager. Tape, no, the tape what? does it, doesn't it? No, no, the, oh, the manager okay. gets on the mic and, and so does doing it voice to God, bringing like, hey, th- you guys ready to get the show started? Ah, that's not good enough. Make <laughs> some noise for Zane Helbert. You know, like I'm bad at it, and I'm doing stand up seven, eight years now. I'm bad at it. It's the first time ever. You can imagine, <laughs> you know. I almost ran over there and was like, I'll do it for you, but it was just too late. She already started, and I was like, oh. oh. I was actually going to make you do it because I'm I'm seriously that bad at it. I I never forget this. I had to do the voice of God at the Ha Ha mm-hmm. for Jack Junior hosting mm-hmm. or, or some shit. Or no, it was he put me on his show. It was another host, and I 
I it was early on in my career, so I was helping the haha. I used to run sound for stage time, yeah. and then I didn't know what to do. He's like, "Really hype him up!" Oh, that's what it was. Jack Jr. was like next to me, like saying, "Hype him up, hype him up!" And I just kept going, "Yeah, yeah!" <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, yeah. "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> I froze up, man. And then the host got up there, and I gave him the gift. He made fun of me for like two. He's like, "What the fuck was that?" He just roasted me. I'm dying, but also embarrassed. <laughs> And then, like, I think two or three comics talked about me that showed how bad it was. It was awful. But then I got up and I do jokes. I'm fine. It's just, I'm not a, I'm not a hype. I'm not flavor flavor. You're not a hype man, dude. That was funny. He's like, dog. That was the worst intro hype shit I've ever heard. You just kept saying, yeah. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> just froze up. I don't know. He's like, yeah, we're not gonna have you do that anymore. That was comics. You want stage time? Do shit like that. I used to run sound, run the light, the DJ booth all day for several different persons and clubs and shows. Yeah, you got it. Oh, who's DMing you? My daddy. I asked him if he wants to go shooting. Let me mute that. You and your dad go shooting together? Well, I'm trying to. His punk ass never wants to go. You got a gun, huh? Not yet. Oh, it's not here? Is it coming in the mail? Dude, it's taking so long. What kind of gun? A Glock 19. Dude. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Glock fanboy. Yeah, that's bitches. what he needs is a Glock 19. You <laughs> no know, when, safety. We, you know, when I no think safety. of a uh, studio apartment that has no kitchen where the dishes are done in the bathtub, you know what I think it would really <laughs> you know tie the room together? A Glock. Yeah, that's why you're a bitch. You know, you know when I think of, of things that I need to protect, it's this apartment. You never know. They could steal my... 12 yeah, year when old the mob TV comes that was down, given to me they're, by my they're neighbor. coming right here. <laughs> That's worth 80 They're burning bucks. this place to the ground. They're taking the. You it's know not what? about that, Zane. You know what it's, it's about? A it's about protecting it's a Mr. Cat. Yeah, that's true. Get off my cat. Did You You should get him get a little cat gun. Cat, you fucking politicians. Ooh, you should have a little sticker with you and your Glock and Mr. Cat and his Glock next to each other. <laughs> I'll get him a Glock. Dude, that'd be a I'll great a buddy Glock. cop. Smaller movie. Glock. Maybe he'll get the 19. He'll be get a great the buddy cop. Maybe you and Mr. Cat are both uh, assassins. Don't make him run off. He's in the shot. I don't. If you, he's weird. You pet him one too many times. So he splits. And he's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, it's so annoying. I mean, like one extra, and <laughs> I, because I always want to snuggle him because he gives me about two minutes of snuggles a day. Yeah, that's not enough. No, I want way more. So I'll like get all excited and I'll like pet him and then he just like uh, and he um, goes under the bed. I'm like, come on, I'm just loving you, bro. Sounds just like you need a dog. Too much love, too much love. <laughs> get off me, dog. That's my nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that is your nutsack. That's fun. <laughs> Oh, so Minnesota. Oh, we did laser tag. Oh, my God. If anybody's in Minnesota, go to the goddamn Mall of America's. Go to, uh, uh, what was it called? Urban? Tactical, Tactical Urban Combat. Oh, my God. Funnest. I was cackling like a hyena. <laughs> they have laser tag, and they also have Nerf. Nerf. Shoot and little And the balls. little Nerf, they're like, regular Nerf is the big balls, like golf, golf ball size, but at this... Uh, at tuck they call it it's these little balls and they're a they little hurt. harder they kind of hurt if, they feel like a little hard flick yeah but if you get hit bare skin it hurts like when you hit me in the ear and the pecker head that motherfucker somehow oh, shot, I shot me. craig right in the <laughs> right in the dickhead and that shit stung imagine 
<laughs> right? I was like, ah! <laughs> it stung for maybe five to ten minutes, and then my ear, the earshot definitely... Well, that was point blank, too, you ruthless vato over there. Oh, yeah. I snuck up behind him and gave him the old <laughs> A blinking and just... Bam! <laughs> bam! I was like, Got ah. him right in the back. John Wick style. Bastard. We, had, we were using uh, uh, Nerf sawed-off shotguns. It's the best gun. It was really funny to see the kid uh, do the weapons tutorial because it's like a 19-year-old kid who works there. And he's stoked on Nerf, and he's just showing off the guns. He joined us, too. Yeah. It, at the second day we played, it was just me and Craig, so the, the, guy, the kid came in and, and joined us to do a little free-for-all action. But he's uh, showing off the guns, and he's like... The uh, the best gun in the in the whole arsenal is the sawed off. <laughs> he Most was right. velocity, hardest velocity. They're newer. You should use the sawed off. And so like, all right, he was right. He was he right. Was right. That shit was fun, dude. and it was easy to reload. You don't think the reason this was so fun is because laser tag a million shots. This you have to reload. You have to hide while you're doing it, and it's like real time. Yeah, it's very It's realistic. like paintball, but obviously a no lot paint. less velocity. Yeah, it didn't hurt as hard as much as paintball would, um, but it's still, it was enough that it made you want to run away, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. And sometimes oh, we did like a duel where like where we we stood uh, we stood back to back and took five paces and <laughs> yeah. turned around and shot each other. That was fun. That was fun. The old uh, Aaron Burr and uh, Hamilton style. Fuck you, Burr. Not Bill Burr. Aaron Burr, the OG that murdered Hamilton. There's a musical about it. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> and a Got Milk peanut butter commercial. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> no? Okay. The, the peanut butter commercial? Yeah, the guy eats a bite of like peanut butter and he knows the answer to who shot Hamilton. And he was like, Oh, but he can't, but he can't answer say because he's and got peanut butter in his mouth. Because he pours the milk out and he goes, and there's none. And he goes, and they go, Got genius Milk. Writing. That's yeah. genius writing right there. Yeah. Advertising. Big time. <laughs> it works. I've been sucking on cow's tits ever since. <laughs> That's what you've been doing? Sucking on cow tits? I, you know, I can imagine that'd be something that you would do. No. For the milk. Yeah. <laughs> Not for fun. For sustenance. How about for both? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Oh, hi, kitty. Oh, you never. Oh, God, this cat's so cool. Oh, please stay. I'm sorry I hit you. Um. What the hell else? Oh, we is going went to. On? Oh, well, maybe we'll talk about that later. It's gonna get emotional. We went to George Floyd's memorial. <laughs> why? Why did I just do that after I said that? <laughs> because you're weird. <laughs> I had a booger. We stuck, we did so go I... to George Floyd's memorial. Damn, and that was it was heavy. pretty heavy, man. That was heavy shit, man. There was a lot of people visiting it. There was a lot of flowers. There was a lot of. Um, a yeah, lot paintings. of paintings, and there was a statue in the middle. There was a man giving a sermon, and there was a bunch of people congregated in front of him listening to a sermon in the corner. Um, it was a lot, and a lot of uh, people from every walk of life um, coming to. Yeah, a lot of white see. people visiting. A lot of yeah, a lot of people coming to see what was going on there. You know, uh, it was the hood too. It that was, area is devastated now. That, we were sitting there talking to a, a woman who lives. Right, right there, there. Like a and their family lives away. in a house that's getting Not foreclosed even. on, and because all, the entire community is shut down, um, and they, I don't know, I guess they don't have jobs, or for whatever reason, they're they're barbecuing on their front porch, trying to sell food to people um, to raise money. money to not get foreclosed on. Exactly. And yeah, that shit was heavy. He said that the the, the, up, the gangs took over that neighborhood, and that there's a shootout. It's a no police zone every night because there. of the incident, and and that because of that, the gangs took over. And she's like, it's just just literally bullet casings all over the ground. They moved a sign, 
and there was just bullets underneath it, and a, a pregnant lady got yeah, fucking pregnant murdered lady across got shot. from their house, and because and the it's police no, wouldn't come in, yeah, so they had to take her blocks had to away, carry her blocks away. So the I'm just like, it was fucked up. It was heavy. It was sad. It was just like Jesus. There's so many moving parts to this problem, and it's just like. It's yeah, but it was a nuts. good experience and it was, it was good to go. And Minneapolis seems like it's um, it's got a lot. Uh, well, Minneapolis has got a lot of cool culture there. Like surprisingly, you would you yeah. don't really expect. At least I didn't expect the Midwest to have a town like that. But I love Minneapolis. Yeah, it was really dope. It was fun. The skies were clear. There was no smog. Did you notice coming home immediately? You're like, oh, I know. Anyway, that's what clean air's like. Yeah. <laughs> They had blue skies and regular clouds. Over here, it's haze and shit, fart, fog, smog, motherfucks, dude. I'm like, what the shit? Yeah, you know, the longer the the quarantine and pandemic goes on, the more I'm like, I don't need to live right here anymore. The only reason I lived right here was because comedy. comedy. Yeah, it doesn't, and which doesn't exist anymore. We had to go to Minnesota to get stage time. <laughs> yeah, I had to go. I had to travel twenty five hundred miles to get on stage. Yeah, you ain't lying. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm lucky. I have cheap ass rent. So I'm, I mean, I got cheap rent too. You know, for a two bedroom. You know that I share with someone. Yeah, it's rel. It's relatively cheap for this area. I've been there for a number of years, but like, but anyone can live anywhere now. You know, it's if true. you're in the entertainment industry, because it doesn't really exist. Yeah, everything Zoom. I could live in. Uh, I could buy a house in Texas for as yeah. much as I pay for. No, this maybe not that studio. far, but like uh, it'd be cool to go to like Lancaster. N- no, Lancaster. <laughs> a lot of meth. The a lot game. Of abuse. The game is from Lancaster. Did nice. you know that? Nice. Thought he was the from game. Compton. Yeah, he claims you Compton, but he was actually, game. in truth, from Lancaster. You lie. That's still the hood, though. A little bit. Lancaster's more. pretty bad. Pretty bad. No, I'm only saying like Altadena, Woodland Hills. You know, you can go a little further out where it's clean. We're the clean air out there, though. <laughs> you could have an, uh, a Alta kitchen. Dina has a lot of cows. Milk comes from there. <laughs> you could have a kitchen. <laughs> Ooh, a toaster oven. You could have a kitchen and clean air That's and a little balcony for Mr. Cat. <laughs> Think Mr. about Mr. Cat. Cat. Think about a yard. Cow. Think about Mr. Cat frolicking through the yard. He's got, there's coyotes over there. There's coyotes. Who says coyotes? <laughs> They're coyotes. They're not coyotes. <laughs> There's coyotes over there. Mr. Cat wears a bow tie. He doesn't stand a chance against a coyote. Uh, Besides, I probably he's like the James Bond of cats, dude. He overweight. would smoke those coyotes. <laughs> oh, he's purring. I can hear it. Oh, that stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he straight licks his balls and then licks your face. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I got cat's dick in my eye. Hey, dick, bro. Hmm. Mm. I love my cat. He's so sweet. He's a good cat. Oh, what about the restaurant? So, uh. Oh, we went to Bubba Gump Shrimp, baby. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> yeah. The gentrification. Oh, he got the salmon with the rice and the spinach like a little pussy boy. I got, got I got the fisherman's catch. I was catch. trying to take a shit. All fried. I don't know what it is with travel, but you just get constipated like a motherfucker. It's so, it's so constipated. I don't know if, if, if y'all have ever been on a plane before, but you get off. You and can't you, poop. Never. For three days. 
I was trying fruit and yogurt, and that's why I was like, I'll get salmon and spinach. I I couldn't. I got poop. coconut shrimp. I got tempura shrimp. I got basic fried shrimp. I got fries. Dude, I had fries every day in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Minnesota, Stop. at least near the Mall of America, they don't really know too much about being healthy. <laughs> there was not a, a health food store, a Whole Foods, a Trader Joe's type of thing in sight. No. Not in Bloomington. Didn't help my act. It didn't help your act? The Trader Joe's not being local. <laughs> oh, yeah. People Bastards. are like, Trader what? <laughs> Bastards. I was supposed to run all my old Trader Joe's jokes from my managers and send them a recording, and I didn't. I'm just tired of it. I'm so tired. I sprinkled some in. The shark, the shark bit is good. Oh, yeah. About him jerking off the shark. Yeah, that's, that's I think classic. that's my new favorite. That's a class Of yours. I haven't heard that <laughs> until this weekend. <laughs> You've been doing that one for a while, or did you just no, start telling that story? No, I did it early on, and I uh, I just stopped it. And Isn't then, it funny how that will happen? Like, early on uh, in comedy, you'll start a story and be like, I don't know how to tell this funny. Yeah. And then five years later, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's very odd. It's very odd. Uh, a lot of those bits, not a lot, maybe like three or four. I just didn't know how to do early on, and now I do. And I'm I'm tired of doing my old shit, and it's hard to write shit. It's so hard to write comedy. <laughs> it's so hard. Well, I mean, you're, all your stuff is personal stories. Yeah, I need to relapse and get more stories. I keep thinking that. Every time I see Craig, I mean... I work with Craig a lot, so I have seen Craig's act extensively, but I feel like every single time I see you, I'm like, this is another psychotic story from this man? What the fuck? Well, I have a lot in the past. I was on drugs for 17 years, dude. <laughs> it's quite an archive of stories. You probably have three or four hours of stories that, that you're no probably one's ever heard before. Yeah, you're right. I just need to mine through my old shit. But then it's like you're working a hematoma nutsack. That one's pretty new. It's been hitting pretty deep. The cement? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good story. That happened. I already told it, but I smashed my nutsack with a sack of cement. Oh. Yoni eggs is pretty good. It's <laughs> getting there. I don't know how to talk about that. I gave my family pussy rocks. Yoni eggs. <laughs> I call that one pussy rocks. Um, There's not really a punchline other than it's just the most insane shit ever. You know, just like. Yeah, the way you just straight up tell true stories, sometimes like a, a story like that might be anticlimactic. Yeah, I just, I literally just, at a lot of the end of my stories, I go, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it gets a laugh, well, but I would you, prefer a big ending. Have you ending, ever, ending, uh, ending. have you ever, ending. did they, do you, does your mom or your sister still have those yoni eggs? Probably. Have you, do you know where they're at? In their yeah, no no, <laughs> but do you know where they keep them? Are they ever, in are the they, room? Yeah, are yeah. they on display? Have you ever seen? Yeah, them my before? sister's got crystals on display, like like I do. Like when you when you're in the house and you and your sister are in the same room and the yoni egg is in the room with you together, does that make you weird? No, does I don't ever, really like, think do you about ever, it. Like keep I, an eye on I, it. I, you ever, is it ever like I just calling smell it to you? Just make sure. Like, what are you doing with this? No, I don't. <laughs> That's the ending. That's the new ending. <laughs> So now I just smell all the pussy rocks. <laughs> no, I uh, no. Maybe now you just give them other rocks and you tell them to put it in their pussy. No, no. The whole moral of the story is I fucked up and I'm grossed out by it. You're going the wrong way. So. Oh, I like the other way where you, where you. Yeah, you would you in that outfit with that mustache. You <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> this guy's. Aren't you seven? You're sober and trying to find God. 
No, God is lost <laughs> to everyone. You need God. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm uh, converting to uh, full Judaism. Nice. My family, uh, my mom's side of the family is Jewish, but my mom didn't really raise us as practicing Jews. But uh, so you know, I'm gonna. I'm you're gonna get a baptism. I mean a, a bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah. Yeah, they're gonna. They're bar gonna I'm gonna get. A bat I may not get a bar mitzvah, but I'm getting a second bris, baby. <laughs> I just want the part where the where the rabbi goes and and bites the dick part. <laughs> That's a thing, huh? Yeah, they bite they bite the dick part off. For oh some come reason. on, Judaism! I've been circumcised at 20 years old, and I'm not cool with rabbi biting my foreskin off. Just throwing that out there. The baby doesn't have a voice yet, but. Probably doesn't want that either. <laughs> That's a thing? That's really a thing. I think so. Google. They don't actually they don't actually bite the dick off, but they do uh as like part of the ceremony put the put it in their mouth for a minute. Oh, come on, dude. Can this world get any more fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> Where there's a party to cut a a snippet of skin off a baby's dick and then yeah they put their mouth to suck the blood and clean cleanse the wound orthodox <laughs> jewish ceremony yeah the orthodox Jew, jews oh, they, they suck the blood and cleanse the my wound. god what is with this world in pedophilia it's wild it's religious <laughs> it's fucking wild yeah there's a loophole you suck a bloody baby dick. Um, I don't think I don't they actually. Talk about this I don't think they actually do it. I don't think they actually do that part of the the ceremony anymore. I think it's they. I think they take it and they like t- like will have the foreskin and like touch the blood to the the lip. Maybe am I wrong? Well, the article I found was about a baby that died from herpes. Uh, Okay, that is that is definitely that just got a, way darker. Yeah, that is definitely that an 20, article. Twenty twelve. That was twenty twelve in Brooklyn in an or, ultra orthodox Jewish ceremony. Right, so ultra orthodox Jews. Very that's rare. like oh. the the one percent of the one percent of the one percent of of Jews doing this are are going that far. I love that. You know what? The the rabbi though, he's like one of the most ultra orthodox Jews, but he also parties hard <laughs> enough to have herpes on his lip. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, he's like a he's a fucking he's on, super ultra religious, but on his off time, he's a slut. <sighs> herpes kills. Herpes does not generally kill. <laughs> herpes generally uh, is pretty well. Herpes one, everyone's got it. You got it. You got. It. We all got I'm herpes just, one. That's why you wait until you're 20 to get your dick snipped. Yeah, yeah. That's why you wait. <laughs> Moral of the story. Shiny. Yeah, that was the first. I heard that story for the first time this weekend too. I thought that was I talked hilarious. about getting circumcised at 20 years old because it was. Uh, I don't know why I talked about it, but it just came out. Well, the thing that I thought was funny was that, <laughs> it came that out good, later though. on, a month after he got the surgery, he wasn't supposed to jerk off for a very long time, and he lasted a month. And so then the, the, the stitches hadn't come out yet, so he had to jerk off. And what I thought was hilarious was that you I, I that he had got hard, and then he was just slowly 
squeezing his dick. With the, I squeezed a whole tube of Neosporin in my hand. That was the lubricant. So I was just me and old Neosporin, you know. And he was just kind of pumping. And you I know, popped the stitch. <laughs> and then it was a little bloody. But I was we've all... coming. And it was, it was as I said on stage, and it was, it's just what happened. It was every human emotion you ever could have. You know, I was just like, ah, oh, like life, loss, stitch, bust. <laughs> oh, man. Still this day, uh, one of the best comings I've ever had <laughs> was into a trash can to a VHS porn when I was 20 years old, living at home with my mother and grandmother and the lady that take care of my grandmother and my cousin and my uncle. Do you remember the first time you've ever found uh, VHS porn? Yeah, it was my father's porn. It was called Fantasy Cruise. And I was with my cousin Lisa. And I was like, hey, let's watch this. And we were eating uncooked hot dogs. Because we did that as a kid. It was just semantics. I don't know. I mean, they're fully cooked. Hot dogs are, like, are already cold, fully cooked. Cold, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. But like, we didn't nuke it, fry it, boil it. That You know, honestly. That's a kid <laughs> thing that, to do. It, well, no. But that it's very much like is a you thing. <laughs> like, I would... Yeah, like if if I was to create a hinge profile for you, like the fourth thing down would be eight whole hot dogs as a child. (laughs) So we're eating hot dogs, and then like it was uh, this white couple, and they were on a cruise, and this this black dude comes up, and the the guy was like, "I want you to fuck my wife," and then we were just like, "What kind of movie is this?" You know, and then she just starts going down on him and i was like wow this is awesome <laughs> and my cousin was like i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how old we were i don't know i was hey young. parents lock up the porn stash kids find everything yeah i was uh watching my next door neighbor's house while they were on vacation and i must have been 11 or something or 12 and for whatever reason I was watching the TV in the parents' room, right? And I uh, was just going through their VHSs, and they weren't labeled, right? They just had no labels on them. And I was like, ooh, what is this? And I was putting stuff in, and, like, you know, some were scratchy, some were things that I just didn't have any clue what they were. And then all of a sudden, I pop one in, and it's full triple X porn. And I lost my mind. And I way? was like, yeah, in a great way. I was like, then, yeah, I was, that's the then thing. I'm I'm watching them all. I'm putting every VHS in there, trying to figure out which ones are porn. I'm now I've become an addict, and I'm scouring their room for more <laughs> under their bed. There was like that's what fifty difference. It was wild because me and my cousin are only a year apart, not even like eleven months. You know, so we both were young. She's a little younger, but like that's the difference between guys and girls. Like I saw that shit, and I was like, oh my god. This is the best shit I have. And I'm a little kid. I didn't know. I didn't wasn't searching for it. I was just fucking like, what the fuck is this? Why is this under the bed? I'm going to find out. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And my cousin was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is. Well, yeah, as a boy, you're wired to. Yeah, I remember getting like boners and kindergarten thinking of the, the Nunez titties and fat ass. She, she washed What's my hands one name? day. That's what they called them back in. It was just called the, who with what back uh, when the the the, the I guess it's called teacher's assistant. Oh, when I was growing they up, them a new name? it's probably <laughs> pre- did, what, did you go to school in some sort of uh, Latin American Catholic convent or something like no, that? No, a new No, noon noon aid. I just, oh a noon aid. I thought you were saying noon 
No, 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 no. I, I imagine she was the aide that came at noon, so she was the noon aide. I don't actually know, but when I was in kindergarten, they go, oh, the noon aide's coming, and she washed gum off my fingertips and touched me and washed my hands because the teacher was mean, and I had gum, and you're not supposed to have gum, and I got it in my hands, and it was everywhere. And then she w- washed my hands, and I been, I fantasized. I remember having dreams about her when I was five years old, and been like, oh, I just want to... I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I know I, I wanted to do something, you know, something. Because she was washing your hands? <laughs> she was just she a was sweet lady that helped and you got me. A little, like, a there little was nothing weird runner. on her part. She was washing gum off a child. Right. But I remember, like, she was bent down and her titties were jiggling, and I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> kids are horny, man. It's really weird. Yeah, kids are horny and have no idea. Like, I uh, uh, I had, a, uh, like, a babysitter like housekeeper lady that would come and uh when i was like 10 and she was i don't know she must have been in her 20s or something but she had really big boobs and all i wanted to do was (laughs) touch them so bad and so i would uh i would uh fuck with her and like and get her to like wrestle me and and so i would like I would I would like jump on her back and like take her down and we would wrestle around and then I would sneak my hand in there and, and touch her boobs. This motherfucker is gonna so get mad. me too for a story when he was <laughs> ten. ten years old. <laughs> but he was ten. Oh my yeah, god! That's... When he was ten and I was his babysitter, he tried to touch my boobs. That's so funny. That's, Carmen, that she one, was the best. Dude, that one viral video of that one kid that hugs. What was it like, Nicki Minaj or something? Remember he. It's super viral. He hugs her and he puts his head on her titties because he pretends like he's sad. And then when that happens, he goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest shit. It's just put like kid puts head on lady's chest or something. It was a it was a pop star and a, and a kid and she just gave him a hug and it was the funniest. I think it got made into those like thug lives where they roll yeah. like where they put the sunglasses yeah, on you and, and it's zoom like, in. Yeah. Thin-y, thin-y. yeah so funny oh my god mr cat is going to town back there yeah google just warned me about what i searched for really what did it say i said kid puts head on boobs and it's like don't be looking for anything creepy it's not like that google is yeah, viral it's all over instagram it's a meme don't be looking <laughs> <laughs> don't it's kind of what it said don't do like that. a warning yeah, yeah don't maybe do don't do that yeah. then. We don't want to lose Chris. Yeah, if I go down, <laughs> producer bring went this down. I know. Tape I got. To I, 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 I. Yeah, think. I can't. I can't find it. I uh, will find it. We'll I'll do put it. a link to it. Yeah, it's it's just a pop star hugs a kid and he pretends to be sad and then gets against that body and then just goes like this. It's so funny. Hell yeah. If you're wondering why I was circumcised at 20 years old, you'll have to keep wondering. Yeah, why were you <laughs> circumcised at 20? I just said they'll have to keep wondering. No, no. Well, did you tell that in your... <laughs> is it in your bit? I forget. No. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Mystery. I'm a man of mystery. No, I think I talked about it previously on a podcast for uh, sure, okay. right? Yeah. Well, listen yeah. to every single podcast. Listen to every single one. Which one is it? 
I I truly don't know. Well, how about this? There's there's some listeners. You have fans that listen to every single podcast. So if you know what podcast that is, message Craig. So oh he great, can that's all I need is it. a fan like making clips. Yeah, make clip make a I clip of it. I got my dick cut. <laughs> the Definitely most gnarliest do that. clips. Craig Conan gnarly clips. Um, yeah, it's somewhere out there. I because uh, my shit wouldn't roll back all the way, and it was annoying during uh, head. Uh, fellatio it, w- then, it was like spring so they'd like try to pull it back and it would spring back up yeah yeah it was like, that's how it was it was just annoying yeah and it was connected too high and then uh you know it's like a like a turtle in a shell that's too small for itself yeah or like a snail in a, in a shell that needs to, to i don't want to talk about it you don't want to talk about it? Okay, let's talk about it. It's it your just life, wouldn't roll man. back, and then I'd get dick cheese, and I, and and I don't know if you listen. I put a little on the cracker and get a little. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, I heard little that. Little schmegma and Ritz, huh? That's a delicatessen in the elite. That's all they eat. That's a delicatessen. That's a, that's that is a place where they sell meats and cheeses. Oh, delicacy. <laughs> that's where, that's where, delicacy. That's where a delicacy. Jewish man. <laughs> Sells meats and cheeses. <laughs> nah, I just went roll back, and then I, I, I uh, no girlfriend I had at any point ever complained. Uh, I was just more insecure about it, and it did kind of hurt. If if I had known what I know now, I would have just said, "Hey, snip the little part that's just a little bit that's attached too high." They took and, too much. No, they just snipped me normal, like. The stripe down the middle, they, it was connected all the way to the top, which made rolling it back difficult. Oh, uh, okay. And then, so I should have said, just snip this little stripe in the middle, but they just took it all off. I didn't know the options. Nobody told me. I was 20. I was like, hey. Well, he's like, oh, I see. We could take care of that. And then he snipped me up, dude. You want to hear that graphic story? You want to hear that shit? You want to be traumatized? Not my listeners, my family <laughs> listens to this. Anyways, it's your family listens to the podcast. Still? Yes, Every single and I'd one. Say what all a, this what stuff a wonderful family like, you have. <laughs> I'm like, why do you listen? To this? You do. You you do family dinner every week. That's really sweet of you guys. Tomorrow, I'm trying to shoot guns with my daddy and have family dinner. Din. Yes. That's nice. Oh hi! He's making noises back there now. The little bow tie. There we go. That's better. That's better. He's like a Chippendale in Vegas with that boy <laughs> bow tie. He's like Chris Farley, not Patrick Swayze. Probably one of the greatest SNL sketches I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. How is Chris Farley in like three out of five of the best SNL sketches I've ever seen in my life? That guy was something else. Oh, yeah. Matt Foley. Um, his, oh, that that character is the best. The Chippendale, that character's the best. Um, the 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 high school, uh, like the when him, Adam Sandler, David Spade are like Valley Girl, Valley high Girls, school. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he dresses as the girl, yeah. Uh huh. When he, this is the underrated one that no one knows about. That sketch where the uh, server says, "This is Nescafe decaffeinated instant coffee," and he snaps and he goes, "What?" Because <laughs> he's drinking coffee and the and it's a it's a commercial, ca- you know, and the camera zooms in on Chris's face, and and the uh, sir, the waiter says, "I gave you decaf, instant coffee," and he goes, "What?" And you just see him, and he goes, "You lied to me," and then he just <laughs> flips the table over, starts beating him up. It's the it's that is my favorite sketch of all time in SNL history. We'll include the link. That shit 
is amazing and it's not that viral and not that talked about i don't think i've ever seen it it is so good we'll include the links i don't know if we're allowed to play it for y'all because of copyright bullshit even though we don't make any money off of it snl (laughs) we're just trying to promote you literally anyways links will be included remember the links because i already forgot what they were yeah link to my circumcision video link to it's a joke it's a joke it's a bad joke (laughs) Anyways, you know, now that I've grown up and and fully formed a brain, uh-huh. uh, why are we snipping off foreskin? Just leave it. Leave it alone. Well, technically, what they, that medically, they say it's cleaner and easier uh, to maintain. You know, if women can take care of their vaginas, I think we can handle that much foreskin. It's also weird looking. <laughs> that I'll give you. That'll give you. But once everyone's not snipped, it's not weird looking. It's normal. Everyone has an ant eater. A little, a little verm dick. It looks like a it, like. No, but then you get hard and it looks little, normal. It only looks weird when it's limp and you got the little. I mean, I've never had. I've never had it, so like I, I wouldn't know. But like, do, do you got to like pull it back? Don't you got to like pull it back? Isn't it like? No, it's like, like a, a water defensive... wing. It's like a water wing. You don't even need lube. When you masturbate, because it's like a water weenie, the skin is the lube. It's very convenient. That really? was the first thing I regretted. I was like, I got to use lotion now? This is bullshit. This is bullshit. I want my water weenie back. <laughs> <laughs> Good old water weenie. It's a European thing. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Let's just change the topic. How about them Dodgers, huh? I know nothing about sports. Me too. How about that outfit? <laughs> this is the uh, the most flex outfit that you've had on this show. No one comes in here with this kind of flair <laughs> and attitude. Charisma, baby. That's what it's all about. Should've, Charisma. Should have left you just to the one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what else did we do in Minnesota? Oh, we didn't talk about the gentrification of that one restaurant. So three blocks away. From the George Floyd Memorial, where it was, it was, seemed to be, it was hood. Well, it was just, okay, so three blocks away from the George Floyd Memorial, which was still very much in a low-class neighborhood, was a cafe, diner, that was... um, 1350 breakfast burritos. Very expensive We looked at the menu and we walked away. Very, like it was a very Expensive. expensive little breakfast place. And it was very, I was shocked that it was all white people in that cafe and it wasn't just white people i mean there were poor uh, white people living in that neighborhood but it was just very rich people obviously spent very it was nonchalantly it was fucking brunch. You spending could just, 25 dollars uh, on a brunch uh, 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 yeah you could just it's like i i walked in and i was like ah, i am i'm it's good just so i'm weird. good on this it's just so, so we ate a hot dog and sat on the curb with the real people because Fuck that. It's just so weird how, like, in the middle of that devastation, there is still the upper, upper middle, upper middle, and upper class that just live in it and and really seem as if they they are not aware of what is going on, or like, you know, maybe they care, and you know, every every individual is different, but like, it was just, it was sad. That that was a sad. That was a sad moment. Moment. Because it was like, oh, because we were walking, 
we walked right out of the memorial and we go, oh my God, there's a cafe. Let's go support this local cafe. And it was fully not run by poor yeah. local people. We went like, let's go support this. And then we left saying, fuck white people. <laughs> Ain't that right? Well, I mean, I don't like being one of those like white people who goes fuck white people because it's like it's all an joke. individual individual it's a joke. Plaid man, plaid. that's Hawaiian plaid. baby. We're Hawaii, going to the beach man. today. It's summertime. <laughs> We're in the dog days of summer, baby, and I'm hot. Ooh, are the beaches open? Nope. That was a fourth. Everything's closed. Oh, I still go. Everything's closed. I'll be down bare again. back in Mother Earth when the police don't be looking. <laughs> Come here, ocean. Here comes Wet Willie. What do we need? <laughs> I'll be bareback Ooh. in Mother Earth. I'll be busting. If you haven't stuck your dick in the dirt, you don't know how to live. I how many? Uh, <laughs> how I'm many stumped. different parts of nature have you put your dick in? The mud, the dirt, <laughs> the trees, the trees, the sand, the ocean, the ocean. You put your dick A in boat sand. Muffler. Don't recommend that. <laughs> I guess that's not earth. It's don't definitely not earth. Ouchie. Ouchie. <laughs> oh yes oh yeah you little bow tie oh yeah you like that you've been eating a lot of these little oranges yeah they're delicious you have one a lot of these little oranges have on, one on the podcast yeah maybe not you're right put that back after the podcast i'll have one after the podcast yeah it's too much work it's nice where do you get these little cuties from uh, where the fuck do you think? Ralph's, Trader Joe's? Do they Trader sell Trader Joe's. You sell, they sell these at Trader Joe's? Yes, they're better in December. It's seasonal. They are better. Sometimes they come like this. Sometimes they come much thicker, like this big. They're, Different skin. Yeah, it's a, it's a winter. Citrus. Is... <gasps> hey, gross. You know what I got last week? The first round of figs, baby. I'm not a fig guy. You're not but a fig guy? Mr. Cat, like, slipping in between the cushion, and now I can't lean back because <laughs> I'll crush him. Oh, and I don't want to mess with him. Oh. Mr. Cat, can we go back to on top? Watch. I'm going to try to adjust him. I'm going to ruin it, and he's going to move, but now I'm just like this. <laughs> oh, he's trying to climb out a little bit. Okay. He's holding on for dear life. Keep Hold the show down, Zane. Keep going. Plug your figs. We got figs. You got uh, anybody? No one's a fan of figs. I feel like there's a very few people who are who are into figs. But oh boy, I love things that grandmas love. I love figs. <laughs> I love Hawaiian shirts. I love dates. I love uh, what else do I love? I love little toasts. I love <laughs> soft oh, I love cheeses. Oh no, All no, right? stay. I did. I it. love eating soup Come at four thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> I like uh, curling my hair. I like, uh, uh, what else do I like? Mr. Frozen Cat. Snickers. Come back, come back. That's a grandma <laughs> thing, dude. My, when I was a kid, my grandpa would hide frozen Snickers in the freezer, and he wouldn't let anyone have them. He was a piece of shit and a dick, and we, and, uh, and we love him. Uh, rest in peace, but we also hated him. And me and my brother would spend a lot of time at my grandparents' house, and they, we would hide in the little guest room and like make forts and play there. And, um, and then we'd run missions to the freezer <laughs> to steal my grandpa's frozen snickers oh my god he would get so pissed off he'd go to the the freezer they'd all be gone and he would just just die dude my dad would uh drive me and my sisters through taco bell shit face after the bars and then buy taco bell and then eat it and wouldn't buy us any 
and we would watch him eat Taco Bell and want some <laughs> so bad. My parents fed us a terrible diet. We would eat Wendy's, El Pollo Loco, Top Ramen. My mom would make uh, Top Ramen and Quesadillas, and she'd call Quesadillas Cheese Crisp. She'd be like, ooh, tonight we're having Top Ramen and Cheese Crisp. <laughs> and then she would just make burnt quesadillas, and because they were crispy, we are like, ooh, we love Cheese Crisp. It was poor as fuck. <laughs> yeah, our... Uh Spaghetti our, mac? Ooh, you ever do spaghetti was mac? Just, That's uh, just spaghetti sauce helper. with macaroni and cheese. Or macaroni, <laughs> macaroni uh, pastas. Kool-Aid, top ramen, fucking my parents sunny on delight, the, uh, Tampico. My parents went on the, the health food cereal. kick in the 90s, and we would do uh, snack wells. Do you remember snack wells? No, we never went on any health food shit. We just <laughs> sugar and bleached fl- flour and processed crack cocaine sugar yeah i was a fat i I was a real fat kid i would come home and eat uh, large bowls of cereal that's what that was my thing in middle top ramen and cereal and cheese crisp and then even a vegetable would be frozen or or canned corn it's like (laughs) but honestly like they had no like the health rev no one knew about healthy food that shit just changed like back in the day, they ate healthy just because they were farmers. They grew the shit. They ate the shit. There was actually minerals in the soil. Now it's fucking Monsanto piece of shit. Hey Monsanto, fuck you! I'm gonna die now. <laughs> that's good for the podcast. Really, really saying something. <laughs> you know, that's what I like about coming on your podcast is that we're we're really speaking the truth. We're hitting the hard points. This is like a meaningful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like bit. this is a like it's t- I would say that it's timeless, but like that would be really understating the gravity of this <laughs> podcast. Speaking of that, you got any good poop stories? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I do have a good poop story. I want your best shitting your pants story. You do? You want my best shitting the pants story? Okay, so I was a, a bad drinker in high school. So, like, I would go to, to school really hungover a lot, right? And one day, I guess it was a sophomore year of high school. I, 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 it had to have been sophomore year because I had a car, right? So I was, um, I was driving my dad's truck to and from school at the time. And I go to school, and in first period, I'm feeling, like, iffy, right? And... All those flaming hot Cheetos. As I as we get out of class, I'm I stand up and immediately it's like, oh oh god, like I I gotta I gotta poop bad. And my high school had like it was two thousand kids, so it was pretty big. But the hallways, um, the bathrooms were right next to the classrooms, and they were at the ends of each one of the hallways. They were everywhere. And so I had five minutes. I was like, okay, I'm going to go take a shit in one of the, the bathrooms. And uh, and by the way, hi, is this high school? This is high school. This is, well, high school bathrooms the most ravaged, fucked up. They, they fucking smear piss and shit. I'm probably not even exaggerating on the goddamn toilet seat. Right. So I'm looking for, I, I haven't really thought about this. This is the first time I think I've ever had to take a shit in high school. And so I, uh, I'm looking around for a uh, toilet to use and they're either all occupied by people pissing um, or what I didn't realize, none of the doors to the stalls or were there. They didn't exist. There was no doors. 
Yeah. And I was so I would go to one. I'm like, okay, I can't go here. And then they go to the next one. I'm like, okay, I can't go here. Because kids I, fucking rip them off. I searched assholes. through the entire first floor of the school. And I was like, if I take one step up a stair, I'm going to shit my pants right now. <laughs> so I go to the library. I'm like, oh, the library. The library has a, uh, a bathroom with a door on it. And so I go to the library and someone's in the bathroom. It's of a, course, one of those single. It's the only good one. It's the only good one. And so then I'm like, oh my God. I, I have to go home. I, I have to go home to poop. This is going to be absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I didn't want to... If you poop in school and people see you, that's the end of me for the, the, the rest. I have two and a half more years of, in this high school. He's I can't the be, pooper. I can't be the pooper. He's the pooper. <laughs> the guy shitting himself. Poops with in, no door. Yeah, exactly. The worst. Look at his outfit. So <laughs> I, I, I clench my butt cheeks and I'm like, I got to get to my car. My house was like maybe two miles away. And so I and it's coming right, and I'm clinching, and I and I I uh, ditch school. I get in my car. The monitors are like, you got, you can't leave. And I blow past them, and I'm sp- like speeding down the uh, <laughs> down the street. And the 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 one way road to my house is very roller coastery, and it's like, oh god, oh god, oh god. And I'm looking over to the side of the road, like I'm gonna have to pull over to the side of the road. And I poop on the on the side of the, this dirt road right here. But there's cars coming the other way. And I'm like, well, I can't be... Like, I know everyone in the neighborhood. Like, I can't be... Gu- <laughs> now, being poop guy in the in the high school is worse. But being poop guy on the side of the road, that's, that's like next level. level. That's next so level. So I'm roller coastering and roller coastering and roller coastering. And all of a sudden, I st- it's like impossible. It's coming. And so I'm like driving a 90 miles an hour on this roller coaster road. And then I start shitting myself. And I'm just, uh. and it's just, uh, just, I'm, I could not be more ashamed of myself at this point, at this point. And so, at the, and then I just, I'm like, whatever, here it comes. And I just like, let it go. And I get to my house and I'm, I am as <laughs> devastated as I could possibly be. I am, thank God no one saw me. We have a housekeeper. Her name was, um, Lupita, dear lady. My mom was such a phenomenal woman. Why she took be Lupita? She huh? what's her name? She took people <laughs> in, and this woman and her daughter lived with us in high school. So I got like a new sister and basically a second mom, and she lived with us. And uh, my parents worked so much that she was basically like just there to you know, so we weren't latchkey kids. And so she's there, and I'm devastated. And she comes out, and at this point, I don't really fully. I'm not like that great at spanish right i can conversational and she's like uh, she's like saying que pasa que pasa what happened what, what happened Choro. and i'm like I, uh, I don't know Mucho i was like Choro. lupita i i don't i i i couldn't think of the word so i'm just like i poopoed in mis pantalones <laughs> i poopoed in mis pantalones and she Mierda. put her arm around me and Mierda. brought me inside and and uh and uh got me off on the front lawn dude what are you no doing? she she took care of all of it she oh. was like the greatest lady of all time and then we never spoke about it again because <laughs> lupita's a fucking real one she, and that's how dude, shit's done she was my Everyone's very first putting everybody ride or die lupita held <laughs> that secret down till the end and now i don't see her very often but every once in a while you just I'll, wink I'll at I'll go her. back home. Exactly. You stole the punchline, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but you know where it was going. That's all right. That's what makes you a good comedian. You wink? She winks at me. Nice. She gives me a hug. She, goes, and she, she hugs me. She, she like hugs this. me a little extra tight, and she goes... Hola, shit face asshole. <laughs> she goes, I remember. <laughs> so that's my poop story. That's a good one. It's a good poopoos. Um... 
Yeah, so at my high school, you know what? I'm really sick of how stupid guys are. We're so fucking stupid. Wow. Why do we what destroy? A well, we're so stupid we for are. a million different reasons. We're the worst. But this is number one. Why do we destroy our own poopers where we have to take a shit? This is a common thing in all men's bathrooms. I've never understood that. It is. We. You There's guys that go in there and rip the door off of a stall. For what reason? What guys in the that world? Rip the toilet seat off. They graffiti on the toilet seat. They piss on the toilet seat. They don't flush. It's like, motherfucker, you're going to have to poop someday. And there's this thing called karma. Whether you like it or not, it exists. And you're going to have to shit on a fucking graffiti pissed shit on toilet seat if you're even lucky enough to have a goddamn toilet seat. Door. The door. Privacy. It's ridiculous. I'm a pretty open book here, but if I'm pooping... I would like a little door. Honestly, I, I feel like that's contact. why both of my marriages broke up was because we broke the poop barrier too soon. I say in relationships now, I mean, never break it. Poop barrier. Ever. Yeah, you 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 can't the the there's a real a marker in relationships. It's like when you start farting in front of your your partner and or when you then the next level, I don't know if you've ever gotten there before, but the next level is you keep the door you don't worry about the door being closed when you poop oh no 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 that'll not no no <laughs> shame on you you two-time divorcee <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you no wonder that mustache is making a lot more sense now <laughs> you don't do that though you Get don't break i don't i would say don't ever i would say don't ever ever break so don't I'm, ever break the fart barrier. I got to finish my train of thought. So at my high school, because every single bathroom was destroyed, just like in your poop story, every single major public bathroom to the men's was destroyed every day. The poor, Also, the poor janitor. At this point, you need to have cameras and accountability. Be like, okay, asshole, you vandalized the bath. It's just like, it's insane. Anyways, so we had loopholes just like that. There was a library bathroom. There was the pavilion where the basketball court was. And then there was the faculty men's bathroom. The faculty men's was by far the nicest because they matured. And they stopped destroying the place they need to defecate daily. Maybe not daily, but you know what I mean. So I remember constantly sneaking into the faculty. I'm a pooper. You heard my story, my act, my everything. I'm a pooper. So I would always sneak into the faculty teacher's pooper because it was in the office. You could get to it. It was in a door you weren't supposed to go in, but it was near the nurse's office. So it was just like a, you know, a quick little light trot down a hallway and you just bolt right and you're, you're in there. And I pulled it off. I only got caught once, and that was probably out of, you know, 40 poops. That's pretty good. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm wearing sneakers and shit, and then I'm pooping, and the teacher comes in and probably sees my shoes, and they're just like, you a teacher in there? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you're not. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, they're all destroyed. I don't want to poop on piss. Uh-huh. And uh, I didn't get in trouble that I don't even know who it was, but they just left me be. But they, they, they still startled me because they, anyways, uh, that was the spot, man. Faculty, teachers, the teachers pooper. lounge, the was teachers pooper, one of those places that I always wanted to get into, but just because you weren't allowed, yeah, I wanted in, yeah, they were in there. 
lounging and i wanted to i wanted to eat their snacks i wanted to shit in their toilet yeah i wanted to use their vending machine because it was better the toilet didn't have graffiti on it it had a door it wasn't pissed on you didn't even need to use the toilet cover not that even if it was pissed on i would use one anyways but you didn't need to if you're a normal person there's a certain point in a man's life where you stop really giving a shit about the public toilets and you go from being oh this is gross and i'm never gonna use this public toilet to like fully just like taking the toilet paper down and just like fucking cleaning it and putting it and cleaning other dudes fucking poo off the fucking toilet seats so oh, you yeah. can sit down oh, it's I've, the worst i've done that dozens of times it's the worst i'm just like thanks and now i have to waste toilet paper to clean your piss off this toilet seat because you don't know how to flip the fucking lid up just put the lid up or stop fucking sp- just stop being yeah, a piece how of shit you get it everywhere you literally are doing it on purpose you're going raw, 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 raw. stop pissing like a cinnabon <laughs> or if if you're spray pissing like our friend over here if you're a spray pisser clean it up afterwards i have shove a rod down my dick hole once a month and it's not you still it. have to do that yeah you want to see i want to see the rod yeah it's behind the light He's, I've seen, I've showed it before, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, you've shown the rod on. I'll show rod. you afterwards. Okay, show me after. It's a rod. They, they, you you get on Amazon. It's called the urethra dilator. It's just. <laughs> and you have to d- dilate it once a month. Does <laughs> yeah, it hurt? About. Or is it like? Has no, it, it hurts. It bleeds. Yeah. Every time. Ah, uh, most every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Do you have to get hard first? No, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> is it easier if you're hard? No, it's just this is a weird thing that oh, you like turns it? me on. Now I'm like, ooh, I get to fuck my own dickhole today. <laughs> That's nice. Does it does it does it umbrella out and then you got to like scrape it? No, it's just uh, it's like uh, it looks as if you would think an alien spacecraft would look like just a silver aerodynamic oh, like, like bullet, what, like, like a bullet, like a little bullet with a what an we're alien creeping would everybody out. Probe. Look at Chris, he's dying over there. <laughs> You're a sick fuck. He's sober. He gets it. This guy's in all moment. your listeners should know what they're getting themselves into <laughs> already. It's been a year and a half of this. They've probably heard that. I've showed it. I've showed it. It's just a little dick dilator, you know. <laughs> it's called sounding in the gay community. They love it. I don't even think you have to be gay in the kinky community. It's called sounding. Remember at that rehab show? Yeah, that was I my know. favorite. I, that was I one know. of my favorite moments. Craig's uh, Craig always is afraid to do his dark and dirty bits on stage. So, but not at rehab shows. <laughs> when baby. he comes to my shows, oh at the, my at the, god! Oh, we didn't talk rehabs. about that. We'll we'll do it after the story. We'll oh well, here. I do. I you know my side gig is uh, I go into <laughs> hospitals and drug rehabs, and we do stand up there, and I bring Craig a lot, obviously, because he's hilarious and he's also sober. So like. You know, back in the day, this was I think two years ago or something. Before when you first started telling, yeah, we go to rehab centers and 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 uh, yeah, this was before I developed spray pissing bit, and it was just a hard. I have two right. versions. I have a hardcore version where I get into graphic detail about everything, and then I got the club version for normal people to. And before he had a version it. of the story, he just told the story once at this rehab in Newport Beach to a group of four dudes sitting on a couch. Oh, that was a good one. That was like twelve dudes. There's like twelve dudes. No, that was the the center. It was, it wasn't a house. That was the hospital. No, I don't know what it was, but it was ping pong in the backyard. They had like a garden. Oh, that okay. Was a good in one. Huntington, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was the was very fire. first time that you told that story. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do. Like, we'll straight up go to rehabs in houses, 
in hospitals, office uh, buildings, office apartment buildings, complexes, wherever there's a patient, yeah. inpatient. Some are like fucking to avoid prison. Those are the best ones. Yeah. They appreciate you. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That shit is fire. Anyways, that was at the Huntington Beach like clinic one yeah. kind of. And uh, this, I, I get scared labeling anybody anymore, but he was a flamboyantly gay dude. And uh, and he was wearing short little shorts. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Front row. Yeah. And then and then and then uh, I was talking about it, and he's like, "Oh, that's called sounding." I was like, "You call it sounding? I call it fucking my own dickhole." <laughs> and it got this huge laugh, and it was one of the funnest moments I had on stage. Uh-huh. So it was just a fun riff with this fun sober dude, and it it was fucking dope. I loved it, and I'll never forget that shit. <laughs> and then I just. You know, once, like, I didn't mean it, it just came out that way, and now that's what I call it ever since that moment. So, thank you, sir. Thank you, short shorts. I don't know your name, but, you know, tuck your balls in next time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that shit was fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, in full detail, he has a foundation called Laugh to Live. Well, it's not a foundation, it's just like it's a side job. A side job. It's I'm working on getting it approved as a uh, nonprofit, a federal nonprofit. It's yeah. a, it takes a lot of work and a lot of paperwork and money to get it to yeah. get it approved federally. Laugh so to that live, you can right? Take donations. Yeah, laugh to live. It's like becoming an yeah. education program. But right now, it's just a company. It's my business. We go into <laughs> rehabs and they pay us to do stand up there as a, uh, as a, an alternative to whatever other art program they're doing. Whether because sometimes they have yoga instructors go in, sometimes they have musicians go in and, yes, and play laughter music. is the best medicine type yeah, shit so and, I, and that and i don't know how many times 95 percent of the time sometimes it's a sensitive little pussy ass bitch ass crowds but 95 percent of the time they're like oh my god we needed this you know yeah they're fine and then the other time he's like he said gay dude i'm triggered i'm a gay dude no i'm just kidding but like literally though they like you, you can't say like i you're like, motherfucker, you smoked meth. Like, oh, I'm pretty sure you've been down a dark path. Like, we are literally trying to bring joy out of dark shit, which is what my favorite stand-up is about. That's why I love Richard Pryor smoking the crack his face on fire. Like, that's the best bit ever, you know? And it's out of pain, and he makes it funny, and he makes it, like, you know, just like you can get out of your dark your dark hole of of shit and muck and all that bullshit but your stuff translates to normal people you know and the people in the rehab like the stuff that you've that you started the stories you've started at those rehabs you tell them on stage in front of normal people and they get it still yeah they get it it's got to tone it down you got a couple back a couple degrees notches whatever and uh yeah because uh turns out middle america doesn't fuck their own dick hole (laughs) (laughs) yeah like he'll tell the heroin dick story in a rehab and he'll be like anybody ever smoke so much heroin their dick hole closes up and And like five guys raise their hand (laughs) and then at the club they're like what the fuck (laughs) i love the rehab shows because it's like a quarter of the audience like yeah (laughs) i'm like my people all right all right they've all been to jail they've all done a bunch of crazy shit dude rehab shows the best i love performing for people who are super fucked up those are my people they're my people i'm super fucked up that's why it's always insane when like anybody does get offended. It's like, I'm super fucked up trying to help you because you're super fucked up 
and you get offended. This is the catch twenty two that I find myself in though with with those um, those types of people is that like I want to perform for the super fucked up drug addicted crazy uh uh bipolar schizophrenic people like when i'm doing doing uh stand-up in in rehabs this way like i've come across those groups of people and they're always the most fun and they're always the people that need the laughter the most and they just they're rowdy crowds but those people don't have money to buy tickets so it's that's the the tough thing is like going out like like how great would it be to like we go to the Tarzana Treatment Center uh, once a month when the quarantine's not happening, and uh, Craig's done that show a number of times. And there's like the 150 pack. people in there, and like we're the best thing they get all month because they're in a, a state-run facility. They're all on medical. They're 14 people to a, a room in bunk beds. Like it's one step above going to jail. Prison. Yeah, you know. So like we come in and we're it's like no holds barred. It's, we talk dude, about it's the like crazy comedy shit. jam. They're stomping the floor. They're fucking arsenio woo, woo, woo. you know it's lit dude it is awesome they we love them and they love us that and we shit. go do that show for free but like you can't tour the country doing shows for free and and yeah. not earning a living it's like it's it, It'd so it's be a cool catch 22 to, to make it big and do get rich and then to dude, where if someone gave me a million dollars they and said go go do whatever you want i would go tour around and do stand up for free for people like that yeah that's what i mean get to a place to where you can give back and literally find out all the rehab centers that will have you like that and just tour that way so and if make you're listening and you have money negative. contact me help me get my nonprofit off the ground so that we can go help these people straight up Oh, I remember what I wanted. We fucked up. We should have got that family's name and started like a GoFundMe to help them with their foreclosure. I thought about that shit after that. I don't have a big enough following for any of that. I was thinking about that, but my thought was like, damn, I wish I could help these people. I do. I could have helped. Well, you're a bad person and you should have thought about it. So if you happen to be listening, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's somehow some way we could figure out who that family was. That would be dope, though. Anyways. There's all these foundations raising all this money. It's like, it's all about like finding an actual, in my opinion, it's all about finding an actual family that actually needs help as opposed to like just a vague, I don't trust those fucking, I mean, we saw what happened with Haiti and the Clinton Foundation. They raised a half a billion dollars and Haiti got like 12 bucks of it because of fucking shady shit. It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. well, I mean, when you have a nonprofit, like you only really technically have to give or when you're a fundraiser like raising a uh, a professional fundraiser that raises money for nonprofits you only actually have to give away like 30 percent of That's your insane of your revenue wouldn't it be so you're, much better you're to allowed have... to spend 70 percent of your your revenue on running the the business and paying your employees and all that kind of stuff and then the profit from your business goes to the actual uh charity Okay, right. well that makes sense if it's not abused. I do understand. Right, but that. it can be of course abused, it can be abused so often. Yeah, we need a, a jet to fly everybody. A private exactly. jet. Exactly. You know, right. yeah. Um but yeah, I would love just to create like the GoFundMe that goes directly to that family and we save right. that family. Like it would be dope if they on. if that family had a Venmo or if we set up a Venmo for them and then you on your Instagram were like, Hey, Venmo these people yeah. money right now. That would have been dope. 
Instead, we bought time. cheeseburgers and they took too long, so we just instead, yeah, we bought cheeseburgers from them, and then they 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 needed charcoal for their grill, and we were like, yeah, let's just get out of here. Let's get out of here. And we went. That one's on us, guy. or whatever. You yeah. do what you can. Anyways, yeah, I love that shit. It's better that way. Find the person that needs it directly, and then that's why I was like, why am I going to donate my shit to Goodwill when there's Tent City every other fucking block in Los Angeles? I just pull over at a tent and be like, yo, you want some shoes, shirts, socks? They're like, fuck yeah, you know, yeah. as opposed to going to Goodwill, and then... They're going to sell it. They're going to sell it. It's just like, go, go donate your shit to a fucking tent. That guy's, that girl, whatever, is struggling. Do it that way. That old tuna that's expired, they need it. Just kidding. That was a bit. <laughs> tuna doesn't expire. Yes, it does. In the can? I mean, it lasts like three years, but you best not eat it after five years, bro. Salt only makes meat last so long, dude. You're not going to find a can of tuna at the pyramids of Egypt and eat that shit. Honey, you okay. <laughs> Honey, you okay. It's non-perishable food items. No, they have an expiration date. They perish? Yes. But they're non-perishable food items. I think you're mistaken. I'm Corn? sick of you saying What about green beans? Fucking green beans. Everything goes Canned bad food, everything goes The bad. only food that doesn't spoil is honey. It doesn't ever spoil. No, they. I, I, I threw out that Egypt reference. They found some honey in an ancient pharaoh's tomb that was like dated two, three, four, five thousand years, a lot of years. And then they melted it down, tried it, and it was fine, and it was still good fucking honey dude honey can be used as an antiseptic it's crazy honey's got a lot of uses really what else what other uses? i learned that from the equalizer denzel he bought a little honey put it on the bullet wound and then i googled it i swear i learned everything from movies i was like <laughs> oh shit honey can seal wounds and heal you <laughs> honey lasts for five thousand years what it says if uh uh, canned tuna will last three to five years, but it will usually remain safe to use after that as long as it's sealed. Because it's non-perishable. It's a non-perishable food. It items. might lose quality and taste and stuff, but it should be. I'm just going to pass on 10-year-old tuna. <laughs> How about it's that? It's in a can, though. I'm, that's fine. You can have all the 10-year-old tuna you want. <laughs> okay, delicious. I'm going to stick to the three to five-year-old tuna. Well, when the apocalypse goes down... I'll. I'll take all I'll just ten. kill you and eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh meat. Fuck your dude. Tastes like tuna. <laughs> no. Um Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to think about the apocalypse. We're in it right now. Well, I better switch my flower garden to produce then. Oh. Good thing I got a gun to protect you. You should be doing that. <laughs> you should be doing that. You should be using the you should not be having plants out there. You should be growing herbs. You should be growing uh eggplants. You should be growing I'm not an eggplant fan. Spinach. Zucchini, spinach. Zucchini, okay. Cool. Cabbage. You're a big cabbage guy? Whatever. No, I don't like he cabbage. He doesn't like cabbage. We ate we ate noodles at a the Panda Express type place. A cabbage a, smells like farts. And he uh, he didn't eat any of his cabbage. Like a seven-year-old. He, <laughs> he scooped the cabbage all over to the side. And I don't like He ate cabbage. all his spicy chicken. And I looked at him like, you're not going to eat your vegetables? He's I like, ate I the like, broccoli and the carrots. I don't, I like, don't cabbage. like cabbage. <laughs> I don't like cabbage. I don't like boiled cabbage. Corned beef and cabbage. I could do that. What about kimchi? Too vinegary. I'm not a big guy. I wish. I wish. I know it's fermented. It's good for the gut. I know I should drink uh, apple cider vinegar. Bragg's. Unpasteurized. Nothing else. Bragg's. 
unpasteurized. How much does that cost? Eight ninety nine. <laughs> What's the skew? <laughs> I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it. That's chill. We like when you're losing it. It's better that way. This was a delicious. It's delicious. Trader Joe's sparkling water. Blueberry lemon. Blue, blueberry lemonade flavor. Zero calories. How much is this? <laughs> $5.99. This is not $5.99. For an eight pack. $2.99. for an eight pack? Yeah. That's a fucking deal right there. I don't work there. I only know the old school prices. I got fired. Man, what a great thing. Greatest thing that ever happened. Greatest to me. thing that ever <laughs> happened to me. It's so weird. The two greatest things that ever happened to me were bad events. One was the horse assaulting firecracker thing, and one was getting fired. Those two spark a, a you know, a turn in my life. In your uh, comedy career. Every everything. Well, the horse assault shit, firecracker incident, made me go. That's it. I'm going to get sober. I'm going to do stand-up. It mm, took okay. fucking years. But that, like, I was in jail like, fuck. This is the fucking fourth time in here, dude. Like, I got to. I was, you know what I mean? I know it takes too many times. But <laughs> most people, one time, one time. Anyways, I was just like, I'm fucking done. And then, you know, it takes a while. Yeah. A couple more incidents. And I was like, fuck, I'm fucking done. And then and then it's been cracking, it's been crackalacking. Level up, vibrate higher, baby. Put on the vibrational healing. Put on your little headphones. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That's like a great place to end, I think. Yeah, vibrate higher. Eat your vegetables. Yo, thank you for listening to Community Service. I'm your host, Zane Helberg. God This damn idiot it. is Craig Conant. This is my podcast now. Now they want to fuck, I like will it. wear the shirt the whole time. <laughs> Check out Zane's. We'll plug your podcast. Love her podcast. Yeah, love her podcast. Schreiber. It's I love hilarious. him. I love her. She, we, both we broke dope. in the uh, top 200 on, I saw that. on That's amazing. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we've only that. been going for four months. We interview porn stars, though. Well, so of course you're There's a bunch the of horny 200. idiots that, that love to come watch our shit. And, uh, it's so funny our YouTube analytics like there's some people who are listening which is great but we get these really high numbers and I'm like this is crazy but you go look at the analytics and like a, a large portion of the, our viewership is just scrubbing to the middle where we have the guests take their feet off their shoes off and show their feet or like do something sexy yeah oh what a shocker so, horny what boys is with the foot fetishes of this world People love no, feet, you. dude. People love feet. Get your feet. hairy toes out my face. <laughs> Did you know what this? What the fuck? Here's some knowledge that I learned that the 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 uh, sensors in your feet in, in connected to your brain are d- exactly directly next to the same sensors sensors in your brain that are connected to your uh, genitals. Oh, well, I guess so. That it's makes in the more same sense. pleasure zone, the foot. I'm glad I stepped on hot coal in India and I don't have that anymore. I made all that up. He cannot feel <laughs> I pleasure. Know, I don't know if that was racist. I'm he needs sorry. to stab his dick hole to feel pleasure now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just once a month. Anyways, uh, Zane Helberg, check him out. Check his podcast out and uh, love her podcast. And uh, that's it. We did the poop. That is it. Yeah. That is it. I love you all. And uh, if you got offended by anything during this podcast, go fuck yourself. You're a sensitive little bitch. And I love the rest of yes.
Good day. Bye-bye. Have a good evening. Hello. I would like to thank my sponsors. Thank you, Elsa Tivo Tequila. I'm getting ads and sponsors. This is, I'm making it. I'm going to buy a new Camry. No, I want a truck. Anyways, I'm getting <laughs> off topic. El Sativo Tequila is a fancy non-GMO kosher uh, double stimulant tequila that I can't try because I'll go to jail. But you already knew that. Anyways, you could try it if you're into that tequila and fancy top shelf stuff. It won the uh, San Francisco Award for Best Tequila. And it's known as a double stimulant because it has terpenes and it has a, a happy terpene for a mood booster and energy. So you're going to get happy, you're going to get energy, and you're going to get horny. <laughs> Just kidding. They didn't approve that part. But yeah, check them out. El Sativo Tequila. Thank you for your uh, sponsorship. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, check out the hooch, the booze. Thank you, Sticker Supreme, for making me stickers and bag toppers. Uh, they just sent me some new bag toppers. Hang on. We got it right here. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, one of them's upside down, but you can see the bottom one. That's funny stuff. So if you order a sticker pack, all made by Sticker Supreme and their artists, or badass artists, they designed me some Lucy Goosey and uh, Park Ranger for my viral bit. And they ship me stickers, and I sell them to y'all, and they're fantastic. So if you need stickers made, right there. These are the bag toppers uh, that go on top of the three-pack, the three-mushroom pack uh, stickers. And uh, one of them I look really handsome in, as you just saw. <laughs> and thank you, Sticker Supreme, for your support and help. I appreciate you. I hope you listen to the whole episode and hear this part. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.